Hi friends, my name is Kelly Rowland and this is my podcast, Brazen and Brave. So since I was a teenager, I have prayed to God that I would live a life that isn't limited by my own beliefs and that I would really go after and be brave and live the life that God has called me to live. And that's really what this podcast is about. In every single episode, we are going to dig into the word. We're going to have real conversations and be honest, real humans to talk about how can we live a life that is brave? How can we live a life that is bold and courageous? And how can we take steps and take action and be unafraid about what the world has to say about it? Friends, I hope you're excited as I am. So let's dig into this episode of Brazen and Brave. beautiful friends. I hope all of you are doing amazing, fantastic, that you're enjoying the yo-yo weather, that we're having hot, cold, hot, cold. I think no matter where you are, you might be experiencing some of that. But regardless, I hope this message and this podcast finds you feeling amazing and feeling well. And if not, I hope uh, these words offer you some encouragement and just know I'm sending all the prayer and love your way. So we're actually going to do a two-part series similar to what I did recently about the garden or Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane. I did a two-parter because when I was reading scripture there were multiple things that really popped out and popped to mind and when I was preparing for this right now I was like oh my goodness I need to do part two because as I'm even reviewing and looking at the scripture I'm like oh there's just something else that I'm learning and God's teaching me and I want to share with you. So the message for today is really going to focus on three major themes, two to three, can't decide yet, but we'll see, we'll get there. And that is never, number one, never doubt your impact and the impact that your testimony can have. So no matter who you are, don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt your impact and your testimony's impact. So that's number one. Number two is that everything, everything can change in an instant. In an instant. And you can go from dark to light. And if you choose, your life can change in an instant. So I've just decided in my mind that those are the two the two major things that we're going to focus on for the podcast today. And the scripture that I'm bringing forth for this, and as I was studying, I think I let you all know that I've been going through the New Testament. I did just order a Bible study on discipleship that I'm going to jump into. Um, but right now, I've been reading in Acts. I've been reading two to three chapters a day, whatever I have time with and whenever my heart feels compelled to read. And so I'm in Acts and this was in chapter 16. So quick background story. Really Acts is, is dedicated and focused on Paul's ministry. And Paul was someone who persecuted the church and then through a massive transformation encounter with Jesus, he was transformed and he became one of the, the strongest disciples in, in the Bible. And so he has been doing ministry 
he is with, you know, some of his companionships, his, his PICs, his partner in crime, people doing ministry with him. And basically what happens is that Paul and Silas were together and there was this woman who was kind of like a fortune teller, I guess, back then. And when they encountered her, he, it even says he was annoyed in, in the Bible at like around chapter, chapter 16, verse 17. And so what they did was that they, they cured this woman of this evil spirit and the evil spirit left her and basically she no longer could make money doing this. And so the people, <laughs> the people that were, you know, kind of owners of her, which is kind of awful as well, they realized that their money making scheme was gone. And so they had, because of this, they said that, you know, Paul and Silas broke the law and, and they were thrown into prison. So Paul and Silas were beaten they were flogged and they were thrown into prison, even though they had not broken any law. So that is where we find Paul and Silas. So starting, I'm just going to read for a little bit, starting in, in verses 25. And I'm going to go all the way to verse 34. Okay. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in, and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked sirs, What must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in his house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately, immediately, he and all his household were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. So that's the scripture that I want to focus on for today to really pull on the two themes of never doubt your testimony and never doubt your impact and things can change immediately. As the scripture says, things can change for you. Your outcome, your path in front of you can dramatically change and it can do so immediately. It can do so immediately. And so the first thing I, I want to talk about is that first theme of never doubt your impact and your testimony. So in, in this setting, right, what we're going to be focusing, I really want to focus on the jailer. And it's kind of funny because I have the um, New International Version, NIV, the Jesus Bible. And, and what that means is it really focuses on explaining how you can find Jesus and not just New Testament, but Old Testament, how the whole Bible really points to him, which I love. And it's made it easier for me to actually understand the Bible. It simplified it and not, it's made it not so complicated. So just a side plug for that. But 
when I was reading it, you know, there's a, there's excerpts throughout the Bible to really build off and dig in. And with good reason, the excerpt really digs into Paul and Silas and what they did in this story. And that's what I'm going to focus on in part two. But admittedly, when I first read this story, I wasn't even thinking about Paul and Silas, even though obviously they're critical to the story and they're critical to the jailer here and what happened with him and his family. But immediately I was like, Oh my goodness, I, the jailer, just his whole story and what happened to him really, 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 really set me aback and made me pause and made me ponder on it. And I even wrote in my Bible, I said, never doubt your testimony's impact. The jailer's whole family was saved because of his belief. And so this jailer, right, is someone who has beat, beat Paul and Silas. He has locked their feet into the jail cell. He is just doing what he's told, right? He's doing his job, but he's against them because Paul and Silas were for the Lord and he believes along with the rest of those that, that put them in jail that the way that they were teaching was not the right way because they were so consumed with the law. So the jailer was someone who didn't believe in God didn't maybe believe in God, but didn't believe in Jesus, didn't believe in the resurrection and the personal relationship that is needed to be saved. That was not part of his MO. And if he's beating them, you know, it, it kind of speaks to his character as well. And his story here is similar when I really think about it. It's kind of similar to Paul's story. You know, how I kind of set this up and saying Acts is, is really about Paul's ministry. Paul his story changed instantly, much like the jailer story here, because there was such a radical experience that shook both of them to their core enough to say, wow, what is this thing? Who is Jesus? What is this relationship that you speak of? Because now that I've seen it and I've seen this miracle, I want to be a part of it. And when the earthquake shook, right, and, and, and God released Paul and Silas after they were, by the way, praying and singing hymns, which means they're praising him even in the storm, even in the hard times, that they were set free. And the jailer was going to take his life because he thought, oh, my goodness, they have escaped on my watch. I'm going to be put to death. I'm going to go ahead and take my own life. But when he realized that not only had the supernatural thing happened where they had been set free, but they hadn't left. They didn't leave. And they asked the jailer not to hurt, not to hurt himself and harm himself, even though the jailer had harmed them. So after seeing this miracle of God releasing them and after him seeing the kind of people that Paul and Silas were, the jailer stops and he's like, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? And they tell him in verse 31, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. So the jailer, someone, again, we've talked about his character. And, and after it says in verse 32, then they spoke, spoke the word of the Lord to him and to others in the house. And at that hour, what did he do? He took them to his home and he washed them of their wounds that he had given them. And immediately him and his house were baptized. So I'm just going to talk about all the themes all in one because it makes sense. I'm not going to talk about one and then the other. But 
I would imagine that just talking about a jailer who was against against the disciples and really didn't believe in Jesus and all the things, you wouldn't really think of him as being someone whose whose testimony could change change it changed his story and changed the story of his household. But that's exactly, that is exactly what happened. Because in that moment, again, he still could have, he still could have taken his own life. He could have ran. He could have been afraid and said, I am leaving this place. I don't know what kind of craziness is going on. But instead he didn't. He listened to Paul and Silas and he made the decision to say, I want to be a part of of the way. I want to be part of whatever is going on. And he made the decision. He still had to make this decision. There was no forcing the jailer to ask and say, hey, what do I need to do to be a part of it? He made the decision to find out and learn more about the, re the religion and the relationship that Paul and Silas were a part of. So he took the time to ask. He, he could have ran away, but he didn't. And then he asked, how am I saved? And when they let him know, not only himself, but his entire household was saved. By him making that decision, it impacted his whole family. And I want that to sit with you for a minute because it hits me right in the gut. If, if you are a leader of your home, which I, I bet you are if you're listening to this, whether you're a husband, a wife, maybe you're um, you're, you lead a, a, your teacher or you're a leader in a, in a business team, whatever the case is, I guarantee you that there are people that look to you, that look at you, that are waiting to see what you do next. And in this instance, let's just talk about family. Family is everything. The My boys, my husband, they are everything to me. And it is so important to me that we teach them the way that they should go so that they can follow the Lord. It's so important to me. And so in this moment, he makes this decision. This very, I mean, just imagine the circumstances, the earthquake. They've just been, they've, they've gotten out of jail. They're looking at him like, hey, don't hurt yourself. So many things probably going through his head. But that decision to sit there and stay and ask and figure out how he could be saved impacted himself and his entire family. It says in verse 33, immediately he and all his household were baptized, not just himself, but his entire household. Now, we don't know what happens to this man after, but I beg, I mean, I ventured to say his life changed, his family's life changed. And not only that, there's so much scripture on this, but it's generation upon generation upon generation. That one decision that he made will impacted his family line for generations to come by one decision. One decision. I just, I want to encourage us and, and remind us with caution even that every decision we make matters. Every single decision we make matters. And we're not going to get all of our decisions right. We are going to screw up. I have screwed up more times than I can count. But as long as we learn from the things that we do wrong or maybe that don't go so well, and we continue to make a conscious effort to align ourselves with what he has for us and his will and his guidance and his word, it matters. It absolutely matters. So 
Never doubt your testimony and never doubt your impact because whether you like it or not, you do have an impact. And as the church I go to says, Echo Life Church, we are here to make an internal, eternal impact on our families' lives, on our communities' lives, and for generations to come. So never, ever doubt your impact because you have one. And we all should be really good stewards of the impact that we have. And the other thing I just want to reiterate here is that it can change immediately. It says immediately that his family was saved and they were baptized. I want to encourage you today that if you have been living not in alignment with who you are, not in alignment with who you want to be. Maybe you've not been making such good decisions or maybe you've been walking around in grief and anxiety or I don't know, there's a million different things. But if you know for sure that you don't like the way that your life is going, I want to encourage you that you can make an immediate change. You can immediately fall on your hands and knees and tell God what, what is going on in your life. You can immediately put down your addiction. Not saying it won't be easy. You can immediately let go of that really toxic friendship that is driving you into the ground. You can immediately leave the job that is sucking your soul away and impacting your entire family life. You can immediately join a church and walk in and talk to someone and say, you know what? I am ready to give my life to God. You can do that immediately. It doesn't mean that your life's going to get easy. It doesn't mean that it's going to be Skittles and rainbows and all that good stuff. But it does mean that immediately you can make a life decision that will change your life and your family's life and all those that you'll impact from now into the future. And that, my friends, is an insanely powerful thing. So I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be encouraged by this jailer. He didn't wallow in his sorrows and say, I'm not worthy of this. I just beat you. There's no way I could be saved. He accepted the gift that Jesus gave. He, he had a huge impact to his family. And he changed his life and their life in the course of a moment. So don't let us miss the story in Acts 16. And if you're listening right now and you think, wow, it's so easy to say, but it's a lot easier to do, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And if you need help with this, if you just want someone to pray with you, you can always reach me on Instagram, send me a message. It's Kelly Ashton Rowland. I would love to pray for you. I would love to pray with you. And I just want to encourage you because I mean this to the bottom of my core that you're worth so much more than you even know so much more. So hope this has been helpful. I really love this passage. I really love the story that it teaches and I'm super excited about part two. So with that, I will talk to you all next time. Y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Brazen and Brave. If you feel encouraged, if you feel a little bit more bold than when we started today, then I am so excited for you. I want to encourage you to go out, take action, and to go after your goals. And if you feel empowered, give someone some of your light. Share that love. Share that encouragement. And I hope you have an amazing day. And I will see you next time.